I'm horny, 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 horny for change. Welcome. Welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Come in, take a seat, take your pants off. (laughs) Do you know Southern Irish people call trousers pants? You do that sometimes? Yeah, my pants. Yeah. Not to lie, though. (laughs) Yeah, weird. I feel like... Yeah, pants are your pants. Pants are your underwear. Do you say knickers? Never. <laughs> even say knickers? Don't even, because I'm like, that's repulsive. Isn't it? <laughs> Sorry if anyone calls them knickers, but use other words, please. Take your knickers off. <laughs> <laughs> that face. I agree. I, I don't know why I said that. It sounds pervy. It's like panties. Panties is awful. It doesn't go with um, my accent. Once I, I uh, when I was living in the Netherlands, my friends bought me a tattoo for my birthday. Nice. Um, Pippi Longstocking on my bum. Shout out to those great friends. The strongest girl in the world. Wow. Also one of my favourite childhood characters. Excellent I, choice of tattoo. Thank you. I was, oh, this is giving me the book. I've actually got the heebie-jeebies physically. Why? Why? Because <laughs> I was going in after uni and I was wearing um, like a wee skirt and tights. And because I kind of thought easy access, pull skirt up, get bum out. Sure. Don't have to take my entire tights off. I don't know off. why, but in my head, you're an anime character. <laughs> <laughs> why? What do I look like? Because of the skirt and the socks. Oh, scenario. yeah. I'm like, oh. Anime. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Right, well. And I walk in, fill out all my forms, and it's this guy tattooing me quite young. Mm. Don't fancy him, thankfully, because that would have been embarrassing. Sweaty bum. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Also, arse and face. Yeah, intimate. Yeah. Well, maybe it would have been handy if I fancied him. But anyway, mm. it would have been a peacocking moment. <laughs> but anyway, I um like dogs in the park. Dominating <laughs> each other's face, like... <laughs> <laughs> and um, we, yeah, I filled out my forms and I was just like chatting to him about it and he was printing out all the different sizes and what we thought. Mm-hmm. And he said, <laughs> in his Dutch accent, <laughs> take your panties off. But Can he meant tights. No, it's like really like. It's almost American-y, so it's like, he sounded like an alien. And I was wearing tights. You guys not talking about my pants. He called tights panties. Oh, that's awful. Isn't it? And I was like, what? And he was like, those, like, you know, to get... And I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> How old are you? Yeah. yeah. How bad is that? Yeah, that's really uncomfortable. It's not what I want to have tattooing. No. Hands. And then I... The tattoo studio was really open and the reception mm. was, it had like um, just really small doors. So everyone <laughs> walking by the shop just saw my ass. Wow. Me on a table, like. What a lovely experience. Yeah, it was, it was quick. Yeah. Well, it took like tattoo. 45 minutes. How much detail is it? Is it? Okay. Is it just the outline? No, it's like 45 minutes. Well, because he had to keep going in. Oh. Looks a little bit like a cat. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a, s- a specific illustration. Oh, okay. It's a book. Nice. Oh. That's a relief. I was worried I wasn't going to like it and I'd have to lie. We've <laughs> <laughs> got it on air. <laughs> Gina is a liar. Well, that's good. No lies here. Yeah. How's your week been? Yeah, it's been good. How's yours? Holiday. Grant. Holiday tomorrow. Holiday tomorrow. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm going to go to the sex museum. And I'm going to get some inspiration. Just like roll around in the sex museum. For that would actually be a really good podcast episode. What? Sex, sex and history. history. Yeah, true, actually. You that I don't down. know anything about the history of sex. So. It's quite interesting. There's one called Betwixt the Sheets. Mm-hmm. And um, I was going to say Betwixt the Streets. <laughs> it's hosted by a rat. it's good and she she's like a medieval i think she is a historian but she specializes in sex but yeah if anyone's interested in history (laughs) it's a good one it's a great one but um yeah so holidays tomorrow and then book club's coming up i don't think we've mentioned book club (laughs) oh no gina was just climbing into her hot chocolate (laughs) And I swear we had that hot chocolate because I mentioned it in the blowjob episode. You mentioned hot chocolate in the blowjob episode? Yeah, I said. Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> and you said, oh, hot chocolate. <laughs> and look at us having a hot chocolate. Oh. On a theme. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm excited for holidays, book club. Henry and Jun, I was just reading out some of my favourite sexy quotes from Henry and Jun. Mm. Me and Gina were getting hot under the collar. <laughs> and I asked Gina if after we're finished discussing erotica for two hours in a circle, is everyone who comes to book club going to go home and have really good sex? Probs. Yeah, either with someone or with by themselves. themselves. I, I don't reckon. think I'll be able to finish the book. <laughs> it's distracting. It's just like... <laughs> but it's it's good it gets um it gets your juices flowing literally gorge i'm excited to read it i need to buy it hope it i can good. finish it you can it's it's you know because it's kind of done as diary excerpts so you can kind of fly easy, through easy. some nice. some bits are unnecessary because it's mundane yeah and then other bits so are like let's read that again six times okay amazing yeah and it's okay if you don't finish yeah, yeah, it's okay if you just don't finish it. I'm not going to be like, off. well, tell me what happens on uh, page 76. <laughs> Favourite quote from the last page. <laughs> imagine everyone turned up and it was a test. Can you imagine? Pop quiz. Power trip. That would actually be fun for me. Yeah, I'm sure you would enjoy that. Yeah. Sick bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, will we get on to the topic? Yes, please. Love. Languages. Love languages. <clears throat> love languages. What comes to your mind when we say love languages, Gina? How you speak to each other. It was almost like yeah. dirty talk, I thought. Yeah. Mm. Well, straight to the point there. That should be the sixth one. Well, it actually, as a concept, the five basic love languages. 
mm-hmm. were invented by a man called Gary Chapman in 1992. So he, yeah, wrote a book called Love Languages, How to Express Heartfelt Communication to Your Mate. Um, and he is an anthropologist and a marriage therapist. So this is basically conclusions that he came through. He broke it down into five basic elements where he saw areas of conflict coming from. Mm-hmm. Which is very Very concise. Yeah, but then I suppose, you know, as we were even discussing these earlier, we were like, but it can be inclusive of so many different things. Yeah. So it is very broad, but mm-hmm. it is an interesting concept and kind of framework to go by. And... Will we go to the the polls first and then discuss our... Let's see what the people have to say, Emily. All right, fuckers. What have you been saying on Instagram? Let's see. What shit you been chatting this what time? What shit you been saying? <laughs> right. Okay, so I've said, what's your love language, guys? Okay. Guess what the most popular one is. Quality time. Touch. No, touch. that's second. Touch. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Touch. Physical touch is number one. Quality time is a close second. Next. Um, Words. Nope. Actions. Acts of service. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got quality time, physical touch, acts of service, then words, Words. and then gifts. What's the percentages? Well, quality time is in a box, so I've had to kind of break it down into what I think the percentage is. I'm not good at maths, but in terms of how many people voted for it, it's about it's under thirty <laughs> percent. <laughs> under thirty percent for the last one. For the last one, nine percent. Yeah, it's really not as popular mm. as you think because if you think about the kind of world that we live in, mm-hmm. people almost assume that everyone values gifts a lot and material items yeah but the stats say otherwise yeah exactly exactly so then i asked if people you know they've taken the quiz Mm -hmm. if they incorporate it into their relationships if they use it as you know any kind of guide or conversation tool so 39 percent of people said I tell people what I need to feel loved. So yeah. They do. They do. They do. 20% said, I don't know how to incorporate it into my relationships. Mm. Fair. 7% said, I kind of want them to figure it out. Forward slash, I'm scared to say it. Mm, I'm a... Which I think we've all been guilty of When you're being a twisted little shit and you're like, well, you should know. I want to date a mind reader, apparently. Yeah. Mm. I want to be a spoilt brat. Please. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, nice. And then 34% of people said, I'm not even sure what I need or want. Can relate to that Which as is, well. Yeah, fair enough also. Um, and then to finish it off, I said, if you have done this test before, have your love languages changed or are they the same? 47% of people said stayed completely the same. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. 17% said, whoa, very different. Mm. 17% as well said, LOL, that you expect me to remember. <laughs> that emoji. <laughs> Guess the emoji, guys. 
<laughs> and then 20% people said, it's my first time. Which is also quite a chunk of people. Yeah. So, wow, that so many stayed the same. Yeah. I asked for that one to be asked because mine was very different. Now, tell us what really changes and what's the timeline of change? Um, oh my gosh. So, I took it last year at the start of a relationship and my top was touch mm-hmm. and then I think it was quality time and then it was the other ones in a random order but acts of service and I mean I said random order I remember the exact order <laughs> it was touch I have it written down <laughs> it was touch quality time words um, acts of service and then gifts mm. and then this time a year later um, same relationship it was quality time acts of service words touch gifts wow that's really different I know and now Gina what else has changed in your life that you think could have influenced this you know Mm. in terms of how relationship dynamics change within a year and what you value Mm -hmm. what can change to make your values change think at the beginning because you don't know how much the other person likes you you rely I mean I relied a lot on the physical contact side of Mm -hmm. things um you also just want to feel desired but in the sexual way at the beginning I feel for me anyway um so touch was really really important and it was way more important than anything else to to know that he was just wanting to be in close proximity to me um do you think it was more yeah so it was more about him wanting to be near you rather than you wanting to be near him oh my god because that's interesting that you just said that yeah because this is to feel horny to Mm -hmm. feel feelings of desire and arousal majority of women have to feel desired and have to know that they're desired yeah so yeah exactly that and it was for anyone through touch. Yeah, for anyone who has sex with women, make them feel sexy. Mm-hmm. Because like the hottest shit around. Yeah, that is what turns yeah. on big time. And Gina has literally just said it. Yeah, and I am the gospel. <laughs> yeah, she's always right. You've heard her talk, for God's sake. Yeah nothing but the truth exactly and also a little thing that you should have mentioned there what you now live with this person yeah we live together now (laughs) and yeah because we're we're very tactile so touch is less important like i know he fancies me we've been going out for a year Mm. or however long it's been and now because we live together share the same space i want him to pull his part of the housework so that's moved up the list but quality time is still top interesting so i don't i don't want to i don't want him to like just do all the jobs for me i do want to spend time it's doing it with you though i think that's the thing it's the collaboration yeah yeah collaboration i think is the main thing that stands out for me when i think of acts of service do you Mm. want to know what mine are yes please mine roughly stay the same but sometimes jiggle about physical touch is my mm-hmm. top yeah exactly the same well one percent 
lower quality time. Mm-hmm. So those two switch around. Right. And then words of affirmation. Words. Words. And then acts of service. And then receiving gifts is literally the tiniest, tiniest amount mm-hmm. compared to the rest of one. Why do you think quality time and touch is so close and it swaps every now and again? Because I... Depending on what? I think I associate quality time with a lot of touch. Right, so... Quality time is, I think, for me, about closeness. Mm -hmm. And while, you know, I love a date Mm -hmm. and I love, you know, when Sheer has, like, planned a day trip and it's just us and the teenager. Mm Mm-hmm. Just the three. <laughs> um, and I'm like, lovely, beautiful quality time. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, quality time is just lying on top of each other. Yeah. And it's like, I really like skin-to-skin contact. Mm-hmm. And I I've, I definitely came to recognise things that were pissing me off in past relationships. From doing the test? Mm, kind of. Mm-hmm. Kind of, and paying more attention to it, and how maybe I was part to blame because I didn't voice what I wanted. We're all guilty of that, though. Yes, sometimes it's fun. Yeah. To be like, <laughs> they don't know what's wrong, <laughs> and they should, because <laughs> they're making it obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is sad how we get pleasure from that, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's so sick. unhelpful. <laughs> it is. It is, but. We're all human beings, and I think it's good to be... It's nice to be a diva. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I love the drama. Yeah. But I like it in different ways now. Really? Yeah. Is it's it like, it's funnier now, because it'll just be... Less Maybe dramatic. dramatic, but not actually directing it at someone. Yeah, I do that. Yeah. Like, when I'm just tired, and I'm like, oh, I've got to take my yeah and I'm like <laughs> yeah yeah burst into tears yeah. or something yeah get sure to rub my tummy <laughs> it is the worst mood you know when you know you're being annoying yeah. you know you're annoying mm-hmm. someone and you're like oh it's just so fun yeah I'm a burden but yeah may as well play into it <laughs> yeah exactly so I think I definitely came to the point where I recognized I could get out of this relationship this interaction what I want Mm-hmm. if I ask for it because let's be honest if someone spend time with you they will want to meet your needs mm-hmm. sometimes they just don't know what your needs are yeah but I think you know you can like being a bit twisty and being like you're a shit boyfriend you're not giving me what I want you're not fulfilling my needs or you can actually think I actually really want to invest time into this relationship and I want more out of this interaction. So I'm going to meet you halfway and make your job easier, which makes my life easier. You know what else it is, though? I think it's not sexy to have to ask for what you want. Right. How do you fight that battle? Um, How do you make it? Like, I don't know. Because it's sexier when they do what you want. Give me, give me a scenario. Okay, so I don't know how to phrase this. How to make it sexier to be like, my, the way I feel love is quality time, actual service, whatever you want to say. And to do that, you need to do this without coming across as a nag. Yeah, that is, I understand your point here because it's trickier when it's something like acts of service. Yeah. 
which when you're living with a partner is fucking crucial yeah for first of all it being a relationship of equals for everyone's time being valued equally etc 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 also there is so much like at risk of falling into gender roles true because a lot of the ways men are raised is they don't fucking do anything and they see their mothers doing a lot Mm. and they don't think about it twice yeah i agree with you there so it's you know making them just aware of this is a situation that a lot of relationships come into and let's not get there because do you know what happens if i have to clean up after y'all fucking day i don't want to shag you because yeah the minute i start acting like your mum or you start playing the role of a child desire is out the window okay so let's let's go through each one like i said and say about how you ask for what you want okay which one shall we start with let's start with the hardest one gifts oh god oh god gifts is a tricky one because i think gifts gets a lot of slack because mm. you think you're a superficial dickhead but actually no I think breaking gifts down into the way I explained it to you Gina in terms mm. of recognising moments within a relationship that can be symbolised with something I think gifts and symbolism and really deep meaning and tokens of that deep meaning. I think that's what I think of when I think of gifts. Obviously, this is different for everyone. Yeah. But it's like tangible things that represent appreciation. So a gift doesn't have to be a handbag. Yeah, this is it. Because I was imagining thinking of like a diamond yeah, necklace. A huge ring. Mm-hmm. It can be like your partner was walking past a bin and there was a really nice <laughs> A, a really start. nice teapot. Really people in a room. Yeah. And they're like, oh my god, you wanted one of these for ages. So think of gifts as being more about effort behind the gift rather than the item. Yeah. I was thinking when I thought of gifts, like if you see a nice flower and you pick it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I always go to bins? <laughs> I don't know. I was like, what? I wouldn't want one of your gifts, Emily. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, I thought you, because I think you mean like a, you don't mean a bin though. You don't mean an actual bin. You mean like a, like a, almost like a car booty kind of giveaway. <laughs> no! You mean a bin. Not in the bin, beside, like, do you know the recycling? <laughs> Sorry. I feel misunderstood. <laughs> I swear to fuck, next time I walk past a bin and I... <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a teapot. It's always shelves and furniture. I know exactly what yeah, you mean. Yeah, you can get nice bits though. And like little plant pots and stuff. Plant pots, yeah, yeah, yeah. True. That's ceramic. Like a teapot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... For people who like gifts, as I was saying... <laughs> Remember, <laughs> any 
anyway, what's your favourite bin? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Remember anniversaries and shit like that and birthdays. Yeah, this, it's thoughtfulness. You were saying it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's that, but gifts it is a tricky one for asking I think if you make it clear you know sentimentalism Mm -hmm. is a really really big thing I value within relationships yeah so like like, keeping a receipt from the first date yes Mm -hmm. that's gifts those kind of things yeah people who like yeah tangible things that's the thing make make gifts wholesome god loves them yeah but then also, it's nice to be spoiled sometimes. But in what way? Like, with gifts, I think it's, you know, more of a tangible thing rather than whenever it veers into, like, a couple's massage. Is that not touch and quality time? And a gift. And a gift. Double, triple whammy. And if you chat to me, I would be raging. Would if you? someone talks to me in a massage, time, don't bother. Yeah, raging. What would a complaint be? From about gifts? Yeah. For example, if you're a partner, think about how your partner or your friends complain about your shortcomings, basically. Mm-hmm. And then think, what does that say about what their love language is and what expectations they have? Okay. So with gifts. Gifts is a really hard one. They don't think about me. Interesting. Okay. I think that's It's like a be. lack of effort. I think it is, and it's the thought, the thoughtfulness, and like... Also, do you know when you get a gift and you just think, <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Did they get it from a bin? <laughs> no, I... Right, okay, let's put that into perspective. Let's put this in perspective, right? Me and gifts. Very funny, because my boyfriend, mm-hmm. if he's listening right now, which he might be, he said the other day that my love languages test makes so much sense because when he gets me gifts I just don't respond <laughs> or react <laughs> but then compare that with like if he tickles my back or plays mm. my hair for five minutes and I'm like I love you and I would die for you so it's like priorities are different but whenever I was 18 on my 18th birthday have I told yeah. you this? I don't think so <sighs> trauma my boyfriend at the time yeah. had been talking for weeks about what he'd got me for my birthday and I thought, fuck, this is going to be terrible. And I knew it, I knew it. I said to my best friend, this is going to be a shit show because if you, <laughs> if anyone knows me, you know that I have serious case of rest and bitch face. Mm-hmm. I look unapproachable at the best of times and I don't mean to be. <laughs> but whenever I hear something I don't like, if I see something I don't like, my expression I'm nervous for what happens is I have no control over it Mm -hmm. it's expressive yeah very expressive face so I was dreading my birthday to be honest but for this reason god love him this boy was so excited and I thought I'm gonna ruin your life and (laughs) (laughs) and um, basically I had said this to my friend you know he's gonna have gotten me something and he's really 
tried and I just know yeah. it's not gonna go you well know, and it's worse because he was so excited to give it to you exactly and he wouldn't stop talking about it and my friend was like you're fucked because we did role play mm-hmm. on the bus home from school um and she was like right let's pretend I'm giving you this and she was like Emily your face is actually the most savage thing I've ever seen mm-hmm. and I was that was me actively trying to control it so you couldn't be an actress yeah well actually I <laughs> I did a drama for a level oh really and I got nine. Yeah. so you can't be that bad yeah but that's when it's not me that's when it's not me good to know yeah and what you see is what you get really which is good but also bad in this situation but um yeah come comes the day i turn 18 and he picks me up from school and yeah and um i get in the seat of the car and I can see like the the gift bag and I'm literally like <laughs> looking around and I don't see it and he's like Emily it's right there you can open it now like it's grand I'll drive you can open it and I open the card best bit homemade card really Aww. cute um very very cute card love that really nice message so nice and then I glance in the bag and I immediately know what it is what is it it's a handbag no. Right? Not just any handbag. It's a Vivian Westwood handbag. Right? Oh no. No. I love Vivian Westwood. And he obviously paid attention to that. Mm-hmm. Love her. Studied her, her history of art, and was obsessed with her. Been obsessed with her for ages. Love her books, love her writing, love her talks, love everything. Yeah. She had never seen this handbag. What do you mean? It just wasn't Vivian. It literally just had a label on it. Oh, really? And you know, whenever you want something Westwood, you want it. Westwood? Yeah. It was like a black tote. And I just thought, you think I carry a black tote? So I I literally, it was so bad, I didn't even want to fill the ticket out and pretend. So I was like, oh, thanks. And his face just dropped and he knew immediately because I was literally like this is the pits but also I don't know how to deal with this because I don't want him to have spent his money on something that I don't like yeah so I'm trying to be like fuck and um oh it's so I it's, it's bad and then I get home and I literally go upstairs and cry really and my mum comes up and she is pissing herself laughing because she's <laughs> like you look like a spoiled brat and this is hilarious but I'm not being a spoiled brat I'm actually trying to be caring and quite realistic about it. It's almost better if you just gave me the card. Yeah, so I just it's had to be honest. Of not liking I just had to be honest to... and I had to say, sorry, I absolutely hate that. Yeah. Thanks for trying though. And I think gifts like that, it's when they miss and you just mm. think, do you know me at all? It's, the thought. it's not about splashing the cash. No. That's the key point, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know me? Would I carry that? No sorry it's a weighty but yeah yeah really really bad that was actually i felt really guilty about that oh <sighs> great birthday though <laughs> um but yeah so gifts i think they get the worst of it yeah but unnecessarily so people Unless, need to reframe yeah them. okay, okay give, cool. cut gifts some slack Next up, uh, will we do access service? 
So what would you what would you say acts of service? Do you love acts of service? Yeah. I just feel like especially now, like I just want I think it's really like it's just not taking someone for granted mm-hmm. and respecting their time and also a person's leisure time. Because if okay. I have to come home and start cleaning for the both of us, it's not respectful because I've I've been out and if he's especially if he's had a day off, mm-hmm. <laughs> I want I want to have my own time in the evening. Yeah. And also, I think building on top of that, it's you know them recognizing what you've done and wanting to put effort into match it. Yeah. And also, it's basically just seeing you working and trying your best and wanting to make your life easier. Mm. Because I see that, I think, is he at work? I'll cook dinner. I'll have that ready and I'll have Coda walked so we can sit down. Mm -hmm. And that's an easy evening because I'll put that bit of effort in. And I think that's it. It's literally using time and effort for your benefit. Mm-hmm. taking tasks on to relieve stress and sometimes very small mundane things feel really meaningful like imagine right set the scene if you've had a fucking shit day at work yeah. and you've like sent a text to your partner or your friend or your roommate or your family member or whatever saying fucking hell i'm so stressed i can't wait to get home yeah and, and your friend or whoever sees that and thinks I'm gonna make them their favorite dinner, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna take like the put their out. take the bins out and put their dressing on on the radiator <sighs> or something. And yeah. I come home, the thought of that actually makes me want to cry because how nice would that be? And that could have literally taken twenty minutes of the other person's mm-hmm. time. But oh my god, one of the best things I've ever been ever received is when I think I had a really nasty day at school, and my mum had put a blanket in the dryer. Oh. And then she came through and just put the blanket on me. Oh. That was lovely. You saying about the, the dressing gown there just yeah. took me back. It was lush. That would be so good. Oh, so I would love that right now. Uh, it, yeah, especially oh. in winter, it's lush. Yeah, that thinking of that actually makes me feel really emotional. Because mm. it's that's care. It's caring for someone. It's so nice. Mm. Um, How do you ask for that thing? Do you know what that's almost like? It's like you bringing me food today. <laughs> Yeah, I did. And that actually, I saw that and I wanted to sob. Because basically I'm a hungry girl all the time and I haven't really had a chance to eat today. And I said to Sheena, fuck, I'm so hungry. What do you want for dinner? And she had leftover dish and just bought it and it was great. And it made my life so much easier and I didn't have to think. Anything. So good. So good. Well, like, I think asking for this is literally saying... It's, do you know what? It's sitting down together and being like, right, what do our weeks look like retrospectively and how can we make it work together to make each other's Mm -hmm. lives easier? And I think, you know, it doesn't have to be sexy. It doesn't have to be exciting. Sometimes it's boring, but it's like something you will really appreciate long term. And it's... Stop thinking that everything has to be fun and lighthearted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Because I think as well, the thing is, you know, be realistic it's not the funnest of tasks but it's just like yeah sitting down Mm -hmm. and being like let's be more of a team yeah Yeah. excuse me i think little things as well like thinking of as you were saying though it is fucking annoying sometimes when you feel like you're the only one 
asking and then you feel like a melt and then mm. they kind of view you as you know this fucking boring bitch like blah 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 yeah. like you have to do this you have to do this yeah so yeah it's really frustrating so it's like if you are in any kind of relationship when i say relationship it's never just romantic mm. think of their routine versus your routine and if you for example have if you're a student Mm-hmm. living in a flat share it's a great time to talk about with the freshers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you come in and you work in a bar so you get home you like eat something really quickly and leave all of your fucking stinking dishes all over the flat come home from your bar job probably go out for drinks after mm. and then go to bed and don't wake up until 3 p.m the next day but yet you've left all of your shit all over a flat that other people have to use and maybe have to study in. Yeah. Be more considerate and think, actually, I'll do that clean in there so they can live in this space. You're sharing a space at the end of the day. But like, consideration. Make room as messy as you want. Yeah. Shared spaces. That's the thing. Keep it cute. Exactly. And it's like, you know, it's not about doing more or less it's like what i said earlier it's a collaboration and mm. being self-aware i think that's where it comes from it's like more of a self-awareness yeah it's true and just encouraging that so you don't have to think of that like opening your eyes to it and being like actually looking around me right now it is all of my mess all over this flat that's mm-hmm. not fair because i think that's the thing with acts of service first of all it's not fair that's the kind of basis of it but then if you think about meaningful actions with acts of service Mm -hmm. like if they let you sleep on and you wake up and they've cooked breakfast and you've had a little extra snooze Mm -hmm. or they bring you tea in bed super nice so it's like a little nice treat yeah and it really does go a long way you know, my dad makes mum tea every morning and brings really? her to tea. Brings her tea in bed. Oh, your parents, mum. Isn't that really nice? And then whenever we're back, like over Christmas and stuff, he does the rounds around our room with a cup of tea. Oh, he's got so much love to give. Yeah. His love language is definitely after service. And then whenever I'm hungover and lying on the sofa, he would bring me uh, donuts. Oh. And a multi-pack of McCoy's. Oh, and he'd say, Emily! Emily! <laughs> There's two really out here! And I'd say, thanks, <laughs> But things like that, it's literally, I know there's a gremlin lying at home on the sofa. Mm-hmm. What can I do to make her smile a bit? Do you know what's interesting about acts of service? People can be very awkward socially. Mm-hmm. And that, like, my, my dad's quite socially, like, he doesn't really talk to express himself. He doesn't really touch to express himself. Mm-hmm. And his language is definitely active service as well. And those ones are the ones that you need to appreciate that that's their way of yeah. expressing love. They don't need to say, I love you all the time. They can bring yeah. you a cup of tea. Yeah. And that's it's respecting other people's love languages because it's not you don't do enough for me maybe they just do it in their way and they need to try and see it from your way Mm. and that's there's no 
you know list of the best love languages yeah. and you we romanticize things because we see it in like shitty media mm. and we take for granted those little things in everyday life that make your life easier and show care and love yeah. and it's those are so nice i think um acts of service a complaint would be i feel like i do everything Taken the for granted. Flat. I feel taken for granted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lol. How many times have you said that? <laughs> this song is yeah, I'm being so I'm being so honest. Yeah. Well, I think that's good though, because it's like whenever you kind of understand and try and communicate these to your partner, it actually makes your life easier. But it can be such an area of conflict if you're mm-hmm. both jarring. Yeah, and you're true. both like I am putting effort in I'm putting effort mm. in but you don't see it unless it's in a way that you receive love and that's the thing like you can be as good of a partner or as caring as you think but they literally can't feel it unless yeah, it's in their way it's yeah. like translate it mm-hmm. translate it into something else and make an effort is always good and also if you feel like you are misunderstood like sometimes you think when is the last time I felt cared for and maybe you'll be able to think oh it was that fit massage or Mm -hmm. it was whenever they brought makeup to in bed and that can kind of show you what you need but if you're you know a bit like I don't really know what I want Mm -hmm. do a couple of the quizzes together and then talk about it and like talk about oh well if you got physical touch what touch do you value yeah and it can't be like oh I love when people um play with my hair but don't go near my feet or I just love an arm tickle Mm-hmm. But I hate, um, like, when you rub it. Like, literally, there will be different mm-hmm. versions of everything. So talking through it makes it good. Going and then through the test together is actually a really cute idea. Yeah, it is cute. And then it's being like, oh, actually, remember that time I did this for you? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it's literally like, when did I make you feel really appreciated? Mm-hmm. Is a really, really nice question. And it's quite emotional. It's a yeah. really bonded, vulnerable exercise, to be honest. Um, quality time. Quality time, I love quality time, baby. I think it's, yeah, probably one of the most self-explanatory ones because it's mm. just like one-on-one on loan time. Yeah. And I think no distractions. It's like undivided dis- attention. Mm-hmm. Being, yeah, being seen, being heard. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No distractions, is, yeah. And I think when you throw into the mix as well, like actual dedicated time together. Mm-hmm. So it's not just accidental quality time, it's planned. So you can look forward to it. Yeah, yeah, you look forward to it and you know we are consciously putting this effort in on mm-hmm. a weekly basis, on a fortnightly basis, whatever. Mm-hmm. Or like every evening we have this hour after mm-hmm. dinner and we sit and talk. Great. Yeah. I think things like cooking together, walks, even... Do you know what I was thinking? Creating like a little to-do list as a couple or as friends to be like... Like a bucket list kind of thing. Yeah, let's work through this over the next like few weekends. That's a nice idea. Yeah, I think so. And then it kind of helps you clarify what things you both value. Like if you both love quality time, but Mm. what what is the most quality time? Is that cinemas or do you want to talk? This is it, yeah. So I was thinking when I was thinking about quality time because... For me, cinema's not quality time because I've not actually got undivided attention. Mm. But so I don't necessarily want to talk. Yeah. 
that's the thing and it's just clarifying and also as circumstances change and per situation mm. these will all develop and you will grow to value other things yeah. etc and it depends what's going on in both of your lives for me it's different with different people as well yeah. depending on what I enjoy to, I do with them with the specific person true true our mm. quality time or a new thing can be hot chocolate <laughs> yes please hot chocolate and deep throat yeah <laughs> what, a, what a combo yeah I'm so keen but yeah I think quality time is a good one to work into your day i'd mm. say that's quite high up for the majority of people i think yeah i do i just think if you're not going to spend time with someone how would you keep that intimacy whether it's friendship love yeah. family that's another good way of lo- like thinking of love languages is fostering intimacy and mm-hmm. moments where intimacy happens like what feels intimate for you yeah it's so true because i think whenever we're talking about you know mundane as fuck things around the flat yeah. that feels really intimate like knowing that someone has done my washing and they're like I've d- this has happened I've sorted this out and like intimate. that's really soft mm-hmm. yeah you're right yeah really nice I love when that happens I love when that happens sure <laughs> um right have we went through physical touch no no will we do that next because yeah. we keep um interesting one because people always go to sexual i think there's a part of people as well who want to be like yeah my love language is physical touch because mm. i think that that is the crux of an re- interesting relationship yeah. and you know what it's actually not because it's like i think physical touch for me and i think this is kind of the underscore of most of it and it as a love language is intentional touch so it's not just yeah. routine so think if you know routine sex you can get into when it's like oh well we'll have to have sex before we go to sleep yeah that's not counting physical touch is it no that's not what you're thinking of when you think i feel loved right now yeah that's just like keeping things going whereas intentional touch is like do you want me to rub your back or i bought this nice body butter today like jump mm-hmm. me to try it or even John have a bath together that's physical touch uh, things, things like that it's intentional and it's like mm-hmm. yet again it all comes back all of these things have effort and thought behind it yeah I think as well for physical touch like for me mm-hmm. that's my number one thing and I love personal not personal public displays of affection I was thinking this in my head just then it's like not being embarrassed and being happy to show that mm-hmm. you want to touch someone. Yeah. But I also, I never used to be, but increasingly I've become a hugger. So I really, really love mm. a good hug when you see someone for the yeah. first time in a while as well. It's like tapping into it. And it's like giving the time to a good hug as well, rather than knowing some people just want to be away. Yeah. I want people to know that I'm happy to hold on for as long as you feel needed. Oh, nice. Mm. I love a good hug. This is the thing, and I think it can feel... So if you really value physical touch, it can feel strange Mm -hmm. when a partner's around you and not touching you. And then that's when if your love languages aren't being fulfilled and your needs aren't being met that's where insecurities come in mm-hmm. but of course you're gonna feel insecure and they're not gonna be met if your partner isn't aware so it's like if you want to feel less 
insecure tell your partner do you know what I mean yeah but I think this is something that like I've definitely come to realize where it's like if I am in a group of people I'm a very independent person Mm -hmm. and I'm very comfortable speaking to anyone and yeah I'm not I'm not shy but I like having my partner near me yeah I I like I really like that the closeness yeah and even different conversations completely different thing but I like knowing that they're there Mm -hmm. close and then like you know making that effort of I want to be near you seeing you in the room yeah yeah I really like that but also as we've already said it's not inclusive of all touch so Mm -hmm. someone who really likes their hand being held in public isn't gonna want a back massage maybe Mm -hmm. or whatever so it's yet again kind of figuring out like let's be specific touching them during talking can make them feel very heard so it's like i'm paying attention to you Mm. because if that's when they feel validated through touch it'll just help with other things um but yeah also it's an interesting one because then what if you're in like a long distance relationship how do you get your touch Mm. You're talking about touch, I think, is the main thing. It's like how you're going to touch each other whenever you... Yeah, whenever you hang out. Yeah, like focusing on that element, I think. And I think, like, something for me as well, because I love physical touch and I love that, like, feeling Mm -hmm. close to someone, sharing clothes. Mm. And being able to smell. smell Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I think those are little things that you can, like, build in and you feel Mm. like, okay, yeah. You feel secure. Yeah, that's, that's actually really interesting about sharing clothes mm. with touch. Yeah. Because I think touch is almost, it is like a closeness. Absolutely. It's the proximity. Absolutely. Last one we have to discuss. Words. Words of affirmation. So, what would this mean to you? Like saying some, like telling me I look nice. Mm, compliments. Compliments. You're really good at that. Do you think, is that how you show love? Because you're actually, actually really, good question. really validating. So is it different? Yeah. Ah, is there a You can that? receive and give in different ways. Yeah, there there will be. If you look at what's my about that. giving love language. I'm not sure if I'm just good at complimenting people. Or very good. It's weird that the way you give it can be different. Because I don't really value being told things. But I'm happy to, like, and I'm maybe you just recognise that in other people. Maybe interesting thought for another day. Maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Well, maybe have a little look at that next time. Um, because that's something I have only thought about. I give in words mm. more so in a romantic sense. I'm very wordy. I guess it depends on how comfortable people are with speaking. With speaking, exactly. This is the thing. So it's like. I write mm-hmm. and I speak. It's kind of natural that I voice things about my partner. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, I just never shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's like it can be written and spoken words as well that show appreciation and that are affirming. So that can be little letter, little note. Little letters and notes. Yeah, Texts, I think that's emails, really. Yeah, a good morning text. Facts. That's a very <laughs> fun fact. No, fax. Like a fax. Oh. 
retro sorry that is very retro i was like <laughs> facts okay grand that's words um also with words you these people like to feel like they're being listened to when they share their words i think that's mm. a bit that some people might not realize but that's something as someone with words very high up on mine if i feel like i'm not understood it makes me really bothered interesting in only in intimate relationships whenever i'm trying to be understood Mm -hmm. majority of the time don't care if people don't understand that's Mm -hmm. fine not my job but there is like a craving to be understood by like people in your intimate life i think so it's like for this one if your partner or you like words it's asking for like regular communication and it's fine to say, you know, I need like a couple of texts throughout the day. That really means mm, a lot to me. Check-ins. Yeah. And it's not being clingy. Mm-hmm. It's being, you know, that's how I feel most secure. And it's because I appreciate words. Kind of is intimacy again, because it's keeping in contact. Yeah. And it's also being like, huh, I wonder how they are. And it's nice to think that you're being thought of. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And also making sure that you're expressing positive encouragement and not just negative feedback. Yeah. Because that can, I think, if especially if you're in like a long term relationship, you can sometimes forget what you're saying. And it's like, actually, that's really harsh. I haven't said enough good things today. Yeah. So mindful of that. And, but also, yet again, don't just be blabbing any words. It's important that they're sincere and meaningful. Yeah, because people will know if you don't mean it. Oh my God, that's the worst. <laughs> the worst. Don't lie. Exactly. And also, I suppose it's like people who value words want to know that you recognize their love Mm -hmm. and their effort so it's like if I like I said to you earlier Mm -hmm. whenever you were saying something about someone and I said you're a really positive person to speak to and I feel like you could have a really positive impact on people when they're confiding in you and you responded the way you did in that situation oh yeah yeah yeah. so it's like giving that back in terms of or if you did something and i said wow you really inspire me mm. things like that or yeah. it meant a lot Sometimes to me when it you can only be words yeah to express something yeah or they say it best yeah so tell tell them you love them but also how they make you feel loved. Tell them what yeah. they do. That's good. Do you know what? I think that's a good one for words. Do you know that game where you've got cards and it gives you the prompts and you answer them for each other? The oh, what's that called? I don't know. There's different versions of it though. I would love that game. Yeah, there's like this sometimes in like Amazon's and stuff. And it's just like a like it's almost like um, cards against humanity, but it'll be like yeah, how like name the best date we ever went on and it's just hearing oh, yeah. the things you want to hear yeah it's feel it's giving props that's a really it. good one mm. yeah that's true actually that's true and even as well like if you want to do this quiz as a unit talking out asking them the questions and then getting your respond yeah. yeah it's just like as well be conscious of you know if your partner is one of those people that isn't comfortable with speaking Mm -hmm. say you can write it or you can text it and like that will work that's also quite cute leaving notes and then passing them and reading them i love notes yeah very cute my friend's dad 
used to leave notes everywhere. Little post-it notes. And I just thought it's the cutest thing ever. It's very cute. Isn't it? Really, really cute. But yeah, I think that was um, obviously very brief. There, It's so broad and there's so many options within each love language. But it is just, you know, there is so much potential there if you understand someone. And yeah. as well, if you just know that someone is trying to understand you, it feels really good. And I think on a closing note, just ask yourself, when did I last feel cared for? Or ask your partner, when did I make you feel cared for last? Yeah. And just think, See note to self, out. let's do a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I think I'm really bad for wanting other people to meet my love language. My little reflection of today has been, I need to be more... <laughs> more responsive to what other people might need yeah because i'm like oh i want this i want that and i'm like actually what do they want yeah but maybe you're so like that because needs of yours aren't being met so then you have your backup and you think well i'm not getting it so maybe, why should i give it maybe needs of them aren't being met exactly so it's because a collaboration that's meant to happen and i just think you know going into like a sandwich shop mm-hmm. you're like give me a sandwich yeah, what flavour, what, what bread, what fucking bread. bread. Yeah, it's so true. It's just, it is ludicrous, mm. to be honest, Gina. <laughs> Stop playing the guessing game already. <laughs> <laughs> and give me the sandwich and tell them, tell me what sandwich you want. Oh, I'd love a focaccia. Focaccia, okay. Some kind of white sauce, probably mayo. Lettuce, cheese, yeah. tomato, or chutney. Oh, with chutney. That is coming into winter, like, I think. Yeah, chutneys are so good. Mm-hmm. Chutneys are actually wild. There's a whole world of chutneys out there, and people need to explore them more. <laughs> it's not just your onion chutneys. Explore. Explore. Explore Live the chutneys. Live a little. God. Gina, what? recommend a chutney for the week. Oh, no, I can't, because you just put me on the spot. No, just one. Oh, well, if you're going to start, start with a Branston pickle. Okay. I know I said to pull your mind out and stuff, but like I, you've put me on the spot. I can't think of anything. Back when next week I'll bring the, I'll bring a better one. I'll bring the chutney. Sometimes it's nice with chili, you know, like a chili mm, chutney. Yeah. It's a bit spicy. Spicy. <laughs> Have a good week. Enjoy your week. Have Enjoy a good holiday. Your chutney. Yeah. And see you at book club. Losers. <laughs> Don't forget to read. 